Zero Hours, Catherine Mather. Ow! Zero Hours! Hello, I'm Catherine Mather, and this is Zero Hours, the co- podcast where I talk to comedians and other creatives about the awful, awful jobs that they've had to do. Today I am joined by Hassan Dervish, who is the writer of our jingle, actually. Uh, he is a comedian, he is a solicitor, and dare I say, friend. Oh, thank you, yeah. Catherine. See, I always say that, and people receive it differently. And I think you've received it with the most grace. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's let's get down into it. Uh, what, what's the worst job you've ever had? Worst job I had? Um, I think it was uh, a summer job um, when I was uh, working at a picking and packing factory. So it was like for a catalogue company. Yeah. Um, Can you say which catalogue? Uh, I think I can, if I can remember. Reality, uh, they don't exist anymore. No, all right. I think it was White Arrow maybe as well before that. So you'd be stuck in a warehouse um, with a list of items that you got picked from the shelf um, and then uh, drag it over and then put it back in the back of the lorry. Um, it'll be stuff like washing machines and mattresses were the worst because I have no idea how to carry a mattress. And that <laughs> took me ages to carry over to the back of the lorry. I hated it. Um, were they like singles or doubles? Uh, it, it was the doubles that were the problem because it had yeah. fold, fold over your back. Um, <laughs> other people could just pick them up and then run with it, and I had no idea what the technique was. Do you have, like, would it be arm span that needed to be on? No, side? it wasn't arm span. Uh, people were doing it with one, eye, one arm oh. and balancing it on their side somehow. Yeah, is that where you just put your hand underneath it and then, like, rest it yeah, on your shoulder? Yeah, exactly. I was struggling. I couldn't yeah. lift it up because them things are really heavy. If you could go back now and just sort of learn, do you reckon you could do it now? Uh, no, not off the bat. I'd need to watch. I reckon I could uh, get on board with it, but this time it would be practice. Yeah. Practice, 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 I think, yeah. is the aim of the game for that job. <laughs> or any job, I think. So uh, I could become proficient at some point. Were you not practising enough by doing it every day? Uh, no, because you don't always pick the same thing. Yeah. So mattresses might feature once or twice a week, um, and then the rest were like, oh, gosh, you had to carry dumbbells. Um, <laughs> uh, and that was horrible. But there we are. What, uh, what was your... Preferred. Was it anyone good? It was called. No, no. No, fuck em. No, fuck, no, fuck em. Yeah. Was it any, what was your preferred item to have to pick and pack? Uh, I didn't want to pick anything. So there was a yeah. point in time where at the beginning I thought, right, I'm just going to hide in the shelf. Um, <laughs> so some people would try and hide in the shelf and not do anything. Yeah. But time went so slow. So hide in the shelf, hope you could get away with not doing a day's work. <laughs> And get paid, but then five minutes ago go by and you're like, I'm still sat in the shelf and I've got another six hours to go. This is horrible. <laughs> uh, so I realised that the only way to make the day go quick is to work as hard as possible. Yeah. And then by the time you look up, it's time to go home. Yeah, that actually, to be fair, is better. Like, I always think retail jobs must suck. Because if it's just like a quiet day and you're in a shop. There's only so many times you can wipe a shelf down. Well, yeah, exactly. Mm. I, I don't like it when you're uh, customer-facing, so I always did stuff in the back. So mm. the, other, the other job I had was at uh, Burger King, which was a bit weird because I was a vegetarian at the time. <laughs> so Still I'm thinking are. to myself, uh, vegan now. Yeah, I'll go. But uh, at the time I was like, should I be working at Burger King while I'm a vegetarian <laughs> putting these meats in the bun? I thought, I don't know if this this actually works well, but I needed 200 quid to buy a stereo, so that's why yeah. I did it. <laughs> fuck the animals. Fuck, fuck the animals. <laughs> Papa needs a stereo. Man, man needs a stereo. <laughs> yeah, what is the morality of that? Uh, yeah, it was probably wrong, so uh, I'm glad I jacked it in after a month. It was yeah. horrible because you'd have... Uh, You'd have a boss who just, like, had their own... They liked to lord their own darkness over you. Uh, <laughs> they thought they were, like, managerial positions so they could treat everybody else like shit. Yeah. Um, my my mate who got me the job was uh, more senior than me. 
but she had a go at me uh, and I was about to start having a go back, but he calmed the situation down and I thought, oh, I'll just get on and ignore this and carried on putting the patties into the buns. <laughs> so, yeah. Sounds great. Uh, it was all right. It uh, was time. I thought the best job yeah. that I would get paid for was, uh, and I don't know where I got this idea from, uh, was uh, to do street sweeping. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I thought that would pay more. Because everybody, when I was younger, people would say, yeah, those bin men get paid loads. And I go, yeah. all right, yeah, I'll do that for a job. Is it a myth? Uh, it is a myth. I just got paid your normal, what you would do anywhere else. <laughs> um, but it was good, because at least I was out. Yeah. Um, you, you ha- And unusually, there were your stereotypes, well, not unusually, I didn't think they actually existed, but the stereotypical misogynistic yeah, <laughs> uh, with wolf whistling to the walkers by yeah, were, were did happen, and I thought, oh god, I'm not. <laughs> I'd be looking out from the van at the people looking back in disgust at the wolf whistling, yeah. and I'd be like, I'm, I'm really not. Part I was trying to telepathically tell these people that I'm not really part of this gang. I'm not but with these guys. <laughs> not, I couldn't say it out loud, so I'd have to just sit there embarrassed in my high-vis jacket. Yeah. At any point did you ever embrace the culture? Nice tips! <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't want to. Nice hair, maybe. Yeah. Or something pleasant. Like That's the- an interesting book you're reading. <laughs> I like the content of your character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose it's nice that you never bent to that. No. I, I think I did it because my parents are like, um, I've always been, like my mum's a seamstress, was a seamstress and then turned into a dinner lady and my dad worked in factories all the time and then... Um, then he is now a retired sweeper. Uh, so I always kind of looked at that. I, you know, I wanted the job at Marks and Spencers and Sainsbury's yeah. at summer, but they never happened for me. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You needed to know family or friends that were already in there. That's it. I got turned down by Astor's. It's, it? it's bullshit. It's all rigged. Yeah. It's, it's not a meritocracy. No. You, you've got to know people. Uh, I think it's the same with any job in the world. Yeah. It does help, doesn't it? It does, it does. Because I think my first proper job came because my mum worked at the department store and they couldn't be bothered putting a thing out yeah. you know, to get people in. So it's like, does Catherine want a job? Yeah, all right. Yeah, exactly. That That's the way you get those jobs, I think. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't know anybody in there. Yeah. You weren't lucky enough. No, I wasn't lucky <laughs> enough, no. The Waitrose gig. <laughs> Waitrose gig. Well, no, exactly. I got I got a cucumber packing gig. Yeah. Uh, and Sounds that That li- <laughs> 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 That paid really well. <laughs> paid from a college. Yeah. <laughs> Uni in the cars. Um, <laughs> it was literally just pulling out cucumbers from a box and then putting it on a conveyor belt. Yeah. All day long. You weren't allowed music or headphones. Why? No. God knows why. Needed to concentrate <laughs> on the very complex motor functions that you were carrying out. Why were you taking them out of the box? Uh, to put them on a conveyor belt, which would then put cling film around them. Ah, uh, right. So, like, they'd been picked. and They'd been picked, put into a box, and then I'd take it out of the box. Yeah. So, the game I'd have to play is uh, how many cucumbers can I get out of a box within a minute <laughs> so I'd count and then try and beat it for the next mm. minute and that's how it happened the whole day long that sounds great oh god mind numbing yeah <laughs> mind numbing I, I wish I did meditation back then then I could yeah. have utilized my meditation practices yeah uh but then I didn't know how to and it was just mind numbing yeah how long were you doing that that was again a uh, couple of months yeah was it paid weekly? I think so. Okay, that's, that's good then. Yeah. I like them jobs where you get it and it's like you instantly get the reason that you're there. Like, yeah. But then it's like, oh yeah, we've got the job, but we'll pay you in a month. Oh, what? The fucking point, like. Well, exactly. I just, I'm hungry now. <laughs> I think it was uh, different back when I was doing it. Yeah. I'm 43 now, so uh, 
you can edit that to a, yeah. a lower number. Yeah, 20, 23. Thanks. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think people are a bit more respected when it comes to pay. Yeah. Nowadays, people are just like, whatever, you're lucky. Yeah. You're here. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand how in London, it's like London living wage, it's 10.20, right? Yeah. How, how, if that's what the government is saying you need to earn to live, how... Is it justifiable? It's not really. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. It's yeah. a terrible situation. It is. Got to try and make make it your own way. Yeah. If they'll let you. Well, you'll do it well uh, when you when you're on the Apollo. Yeah. Bringing you the stacks <laughs> from your Netflix uh, yeah. special. Oh, I'll try. <laughs> so on that, right? What was your best job that you've done? Best job. Um, I've only had one since leaving uni. I've yeah. had all them various other bits and pieces. Uh, I think my best my best job was when I was uh, doing legal aid, actually. Mm. Um, when I first left uni. Is that that like the free? Yeah, it's one. to assist people. Well, actually, um, yeah. So I was doing housing. Yeah. Um, when I first started, I was doing crime defence. Uh, criminal defence, so meeting people at police stations, giving them advice and preparing their cases for trial. But then... Is that as cool as it sounds? No, it isn't. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you watch Law and Order yeah. and you think everybody that's coming through your door is innocent. Yeah. It really isn't. No, <laughs> no, there were only two people during my stint as a criminal law lawyer over the two years that didn't deserve to get a criminal offence. Really? They committed the crime. Yeah. But they didn't deserve <laughs> to commit, get a criminal offence because it had ruined their lives. Yeah. And, and they, they should have got, they should have got off with it as well. And they yeah. did, which yeah. was good. Um, but yeah, 99% of the people, well, probably high percentage were always committing the crime, which was bizarre. Yeah. It wasn't anything like I imagined. So then I fell into housing and I thought, Oh, this is ideal because there's nothing wrong with uh, ensuring that people secure a roof over their head. Yeah, at no point. And then there's no downside, room. exactly. Yeah. So is it hard? To, so are you, like, defending guilty people? Uh, in the crime side? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, what you're doing is not... Yeah, some of the cases went to trial because they were insistent that they weren't guilty. Yeah. Um, and then the... Um, but the remainder of the time, it's mitigation, which is whether or not they go to prison for five or two years. Oh, OK. So then you have a whole sentence in... Um, people are sentenced. Uh, and at that point, uh, there's some mitigation going on there about whether or not it's longer or shorter. And would you say that that is more or less moral than working in Burger King as a vegetarian? Oh, God, I think, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really conflicted. I've done, I've done some bad, made some bad choices, I think. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, I suppose the thing is, like, everyone is entitled to uh, be It's about, they? yeah, it's about checks and balances, you need yeah. that check, and there's nothing wrong with that. You've got to pay for it. If you want justice, it's got to be paid for. Yeah. It's got to be done properly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you look at the American system, it's horrendous. Loads of people going into jail. Yeah. Have you seen that? I've been watching The Staircase recently. Have you seen No, that? I've not seen that. It's very good. You should watch it. But the whole time I've been watching that, so I'm not spoiling anything here, but this guy, uh, it's like he finds his wife is it based on a oh it's like it is all true oh, okay. it's, uh, it's documentary about this guy who finds his wife dead at the bottom of the staircase and it's like did she fall was she pushed yeah sort of thing but so his bail is $850,000 wow and they pay it because they're fucking rich and he gets out and he's like so for the the whole preparation of the trial he's able to just be with his family do his own, uh, you know, find his own evidence yeah. and meet all the time with his defence. But I was just thinking, if you were poor, yeah, be in prison, getting ground down every day for this period, and then you would have to go into trial. And then instead of going home, you would 
be going back into prison every night. And surely, like, that would ruin your your chances of getting out more than if you could go home. Like. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, money makes a difference. It makes a difference in who you can uh, get as your barrister. Yeah. Um, also... Uh, it has a reflection on your background as well. I think I think you're treated differently if you if you're rich. Yeah. When it comes to mitigation, um, like that uh, woman who stabbed her. That's boyfriend. exactly the one I was thinking about just yeah. now. But she's pretty and she's rich. Yeah. And then she got nothing for that. Uh, I think they were like, "Don't do it again." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if it was someone else, a kid. Uh, uh, you know, different uh, from a BME background. I think he would yeah. have been stuffed off the estate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but is it so? Like, I'm, I mean, I know that the American justice system's fucked, isn't it? But like, is it? How similar is it? It's not. Here? It's quite good here. Yeah. Um, if you look at the, I was I was looking at the incarceration rates yesterday because that's the sort of thing I like to do. <laughs> um, and uh, the USA is is at the top per hundred thousand people. Yeah. Um, I think it's like six hundred and fifty people are are um, put into prison, whereas the UK is way down the list. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, that's a positive thing. So if ever you were arrested for something, it's likely that you did it here. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. Yeah. Um. Well, that's kind of nice to know that you wouldn't. It, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not like in America, you know. And you don't get that. I. I, I don't think I dealt with any murder cases when I was um, doing it. No. I. The, the guy that I was talking about, he he hit hit someone around the back with a shovel, but preceding that, he was getting a load of racial abuse over a period of time from this guy. So uh, he just snapped. Yeah. And I thought, no, he doesn't need it. Yeah, I suppose that's the thing to, like, you you can't take instant and isolation, can you? No, exactly. Because if someone, I'm assuming that he went to the police with this racial abuse, but if they're just like... No, I don't think he did. No, okay, fair enough then. So it might, <laughs> might be all a lie, who knows? Yeah. But I was convinced. Yeah. I just think if you're, like, if people are going to the police and stuff, and then the police are like, ah, it's nothing. Then they can't be surprised when it blows up, can they? There's a there's more of a culture of going to the police now f- about racial abuse. But yeah. when I started, there wasn't any of that. So I can imagine people wouldn't have been coming forward. Yeah. Um, to to give evidence about racial abuse. Yeah, I don't know what the culture is or whether or not it's worthwhile. Like yeah. for instance, going forward for domestic abuse. Uh, sometimes the police won't touch it for ages. Mm. Um, and then, you know, unfortunately the the woman is found dead. Yeah. Because they've not intervened after after several complaints. Yeah. Um, but there we are. Well, I don't yeah. do that job anymore, so that's, yeah. I'm quite happy about that. Yeah. So you're happy doing housing? Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah it's, it, it enables me to do what I do in the evening, doing the comedy in the evening. Yeah. Because um, I'm not like working until eight in the morning, uh, eight in the evening. Yeah, uh, I'm able to keep it into work hours. Yeah, uh, and then um, you know you get some late evenings. That's fair enough, but uh, it gives me this space and time and money to travel. Yeah, and do gigs, which is good fun. He says, having just got back from N- NYC. Yes, New York. That was great fun. Yeah, nearly had a gig. <laughs> didn't do it so gutted yeah you can always just pop back yeah pop back for a grand yeah <laughs> and wasn't a cheap plane ticket I don't know how why it cost so much wasn't there um, is it Norwegian Air they were doing flights from Edinburgh to New York for 50 quid uh, I didn't see that no, I had I seen that I would have got that <laughs> and drove up to Edinburgh yeah I think that was last year yeah so I don't know if it was like a hey <laughs> Here's a one-off. I think it was Norwegian Airlines saying, we're here, we do flights to New York, choose us, and that's a way to get get noticed. Yeah. And their t- tickets are cheaper. Yeah. But they won't when we 
we missed out on the cheap tickets because we thought they'd still be there when we'd look again in a week or two later. Rookie mistake, isn't Rookie, it? rookie mistake, where you live and learn. <laughs> That's right, like even, so I got stranded in Manchester, which is not that far considering really, but I was looking, I was like, oh, I'll get the 11 o'clock train, but I'll wait, so I, I'll wait until I'm at the train station for a bucket on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got to the train station, it had gone from like 15 quid to 30. Yeah. So I had to wait. It's weird, isn't it, how quick it changes? Oh, that was happening. Uh, was that in the same thing happened with... Uh, it was an Uber equivalent I was using uh, in New York. Yeah. Uh, and it started to to rain heavily. Yeah. Um, so the journey... Uh, we checked the journey beforehand when it was dry, uh, and we thought, oh, we'll... we'll, we'll it's only it's twelve dollars. Yeah, we'll we'll probably book that um, when we leave. We started paying it down. Yeah, and then then there was a uh, a surcharge, and then it went up to sixty quid, sixty dollars. Fucking hell! For that for that period of time, it was raining. We thought, oh, forget this. We'll walk home. <laughs> I'll be wet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was horrendous. Jesus, that's like. I thought you were going to say, like, 30 or something. No, no, it really went, it rocketed. Uh, so, you know, only the rich uh, will stay dry. Yeah. So that was good. <laughs> like, physically and metaphorically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it's like, what? what is the, what is it that you do with housing? Like, how, what is the, the job? Oh, okay, so um, at the moment now I work for a, uh, a housing association. Yeah. Um, so uh, they're a charitable organisation that provide housing at low, you know, not market rent. Yeah. Um, they've got some market rent, but a lot of it's not market rent and shared ownership leases. Mm-hmm. And I do, God knows how to make this interesting, but there you are. Um, <laughs> so uh, I deal with uh, antisocial behaviour. So if uh, tenants are kicking off and causing antisocial behaviour to the neighbours, yeah. then we have to go to court, get an injunction to stop them from doing that. What's the best one? <laughs> what, the best... Uh, antisocial. I think the best one was when I was defending. Yeah. Um, so the she was being evicted because her son was a drug dealer. Yeah. And she's saying, oh, I was never involved, nothing to do with me. Uh, you know, it was all about my son, you know, and if he, if he's, you know, if he comes back, I'll make sure he's on the, on the, on the, uh, on the best path. Um, so the case was trundling along to trial. There was a trial in like two weeks. So she goes and visits her son the week before the trial. Um, and, uh, the son asked that she bring in some weed for him. <laughs> so she brought in some weed at the police station what? for the son. But when she got searched, they found it. <laughs> so at trial, <laughs> uh, we we didn't know this until we got to trial. So at trial, the police, the, the, the barrister for the other side says, so, so you're saying that it's got nothing to do with you, but... You, you went in to hand drugs over to your son. Uh, and then I was like, oh, my God, you were joking. Uh, mm. And so, yeah, she was evicted. Yeah. Her uh, defence fell through, <laughs> through, the, <laughs> through the floor as a consequence. Oh, God. But, well, yeah, I suppose. That was, yeah, exactly. I mean, what an idiot. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it properly. Yeah. Not blatantly. So she must have had somewhere else to go at some point. Yeah. But uh, on this side, uh, not defending, but on the evicting side, I've not really come across any cases um, that are just crazy. It's just really, it's just a lot of idiots making noises. Yeah. And continuously. Yeah. Um, so it's all low-level stuff. Yeah. I didn't realise that how noisy people could be until I moved to London. It's it's quite astonishing, isn't it? I think people get houses and live in acres of land up uh Yeah, there's north. about three people who live where I come from. <laughs> exactly. So we just, yeah. 
We just all have our own space. <laughs> I think uh, I, don't, I don't know what the problem is with noise nuisance, uh, especially if the walls are thin. The other side starts getting irritated, but that's just mm. household stuff, and you don't do anything about that. That's their problem. Yeah, I remember living when I was in Kilburn, uh, living below a rock band. Nice. Uh, who would practice before and after work? Uh, so that was like seven a.m till 9am <laughs> and then sort of like 7pm till 10pm was it was it any good though no they just played the same song again <laughs> and again and oh I, that's horrendous I, to the point that i remember dreaming of this one riff <laughs> that they just used to play all the time and then waking up and they were playing it and you know it's just like <laughs> is this a dream or yeah am i, am I awake now yeah oh that's horrible Especially if it's the same. Yeah. If they varied it up, you'd be all right. Yeah, like it was... Because I think when I first moved in, they used to play some really nice sort of soothing tunes, which was good to fall to sleep to. Ambient rock. Yeah. Nice. And then they got a drum kit and it was like, oh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> was, uh, How comes no one else complained? What? Oh, they, well, I was. they didn't want to. Oh, I see. But I was living with a trainee lawyer. So he would have thought that maybe... Oh, maybe they were into it. Didn't notice it. Maybe it was just all in your own head and you were maybe. just dreaming it. Yeah, maybe I'm mental. <laughs> uh, yeah, that yeah. wouldn't surprise me. Maybe none of this is real. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe when I listen back to this recording, <laughs> it'll just be <laughs> me. Voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, on Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I do spoken word poetry. <laughs> I didn't realise I sound like that. Yeah, you do. Oh, okay. I've got, I've got to do something about that. <laughs> you sound like EastEnders. That's only because it's a Cockney accent. Yeah. And yeah, I probably do sound a bit like that. Yeah. I sometimes it comes on really heavily sometimes in conversation with friends, and they're like, "Where is this coming from?" <laughs> You're born in North London, mate. Yeah. Why do you used to talk like <laughs> real serious cock thing? I don't, don't know where it comes from. It just comes over me. Yeah. You come from a nice family. Nice family. <laughs> I want to be someone else. <laughs> you talk like a gangster. Yeah, exactly. I want to be one of the, the Cray twins. Yeah, the third Cray twin. <laughs> Called Hassan. <laughs> Hassan Cray. <laughs> The adopted one. <laughs> yeah, good. I mean, uh, it's good, though. It'll uh, tick the BME box, I suppose. Yeah, from when Mama Cray went to <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> Off with the waiter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is, are they all still alive? I don't think so. No. Good, good. So I won't cut that. <laughs> <laughs> a check, though, beforehand. Yeah, I don't know whether or not any of their yeah. family is still alive. Yeah. Tom Hardy. Relieved, yeah. I don't think he's actually family. No. He's just a. Uh, he actor. doesn't know them. <laughs> no, he doesn't. It's weird that he's both family with the Cray twins and Bronson. Is he? No. He oh. played Bronson, didn't he? <laughs> oh, he did play Bronson. Yeah. I didn't see that one. It was alright. I like Tom Hardy. He's, he's, he's a laugh. Yeah, he's good at it, sir. I just, I don't know how I feel about films uh, that sort of glamorise violent crime. Uh, it was more comedy, the one that he did, because they were like caricatures yeah. of the craze. So it was hard to, it was hard to get on board with it as a, as a gritty, yeah, it made it more fun rather than anything else. Yeah. I think the original Cray one that I've seen, the Cray film, didn't really glamorise it. Yeah. They certainly glamorise um, the mafia and stuff in films like The Godfather. Yeah. And everyone wants to be like them, but you're like, they're actually killing people. Yeah. It's not the best lifestyle. No, I'm reading The Godfather at the minute. The book, oh, are you? And I'm reading it, and I'm like, this sounds, it just sounds like a really nice life. Yeah. And then it's like, and then he beat his wife, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, no, no, it's not. Yeah, that is, uh, that's a good point. Everyone says, you know, they only sh uh, shoot their own and that sort of thing, but everyone glosses over the domestic violence. Yeah, heavy. Heavy. Heavy domestic violence. It's, it's horrible, but no... Uh, 
that's okay. Yeah, it's, part, it's just expected. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's part finished. of the life, and if you want that house, yeah. yeah finish work, go home, have the tea, beat the wife, watch a bit of telly, and you're like, whoa, hang on a minute. Yeah, it is bizarre that that's glossed over. Yeah. It's not that long. It's like, what, it was about the 40s. Yeah. It's not that long ago, is it? Yeah, it was uh, normal behaviour back then. Yeah. It's sad. People's, people's mindsets... Uh, don't change. change. Well, it's still bad, isn't it? I mean, you've got, I think the stat is, got two women a week who were killed. Yeah. Uh, as a consequence of domestic violence. That's insane, isn't it? But there's no hoo-ha about it. No. Which is weird. I mean, that's a significant amount of people. Yeah. And a big problem. Yeah. Too many people, isn't it, really? Yeah. Sorry, this got very heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that got went come from. Sorry about that. No, that's all right. Uh, what What was the uh, um, What job did you want to do when you were a kid? Uh, I remember the first thing I said to my parents. Yeah. Uh, I was at the uh, grill, uh, and I had um, put two slices of bread in. Yeah. Uh, did both sides, yeah. and it come out the perfect shade of brown. I think it was about six. Is that one of those, like, goes over and under grills? Over and under? Like, when you're in a hotel? No. Yeah, it was just a, just a gas grill thing. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, we need to be specific on this so, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> gas grill. Uh, I can't remember the make or yeah. model of the oven. Um, <laughs> what heat setting was it at? Yeah, I, well, the, the thing is, I'd like to remember, because I remember it would be in <laughs> the perfect shade of brown. I was sitting, and I turned to my mum, and I said, I want to be a toast man when I'm, <laughs> when I'm older. I remember that. Um, to be fair, you could open uh, a rival company next to the Serial Killers Cafe uh, and just do toast. I could do. Yeah. Um, but... That was a dream that was, uh, I could have just opened up a calf and I would have been happy. Yeah. Um, but then I think I wanted to be an actor. Yeah. Um, but my parents were like, no, <laughs> you can't do anything like that. Don't be silly. Go down the route. Um, uh, like a lot of Mediterranean families, they want you to do um, some a profession. Yeah. Like a solicitor or a doctor or something. Yeah. So I think I was forced down the road of doing being a solicitor, you... or heavily encouraged, yeah. <laughs> heavily discouraged from uh, realizing fame as an actor. <laughs> are you are you sort of glad that that happened? Yeah, in a, in a way, I think I would have. Uh, uh, yeah, I would have gone nowhere. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? Well, yeah. Who knows? I don't I don't regret where I'm at. I'm no. happy where I'm at. So whatever happened would have happened. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad about that. I suppose you have still got your creative route through yeah. comedy, haven't you? Exactly, and that's that's what brought me back to comedy. Not back, brought me to comedy because I thought you know at least I've got a creative route now. Yeah. And having the stability of a job in the background really is helpful. Yeah. Because then I. I'm not thinking, oh, I've got to get paid for the next gig. Yeah. Not that I'll get paid for any gigs, um, but <laughs> I've got to get paid for the next gig um, to make a living. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm fortunate in that way. Yeah. Well, sometimes that can light a fire under you, like... It, you yeah, exactly. <laughs> light a fire under for you. I've got to be funny or I'm going to starve. <laughs> I need to pay the rent actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I remember there was a brief period where I managed to pay the rent from comedy. That's massive. Yeah, just because I was like, you know, you just, I, I need to, I'm hungry and I need to pay the rent. Where was this? Up in London or up in Rochdale? Uh, in, in London. It was like sort of last year after Edinburgh because I'd run out of money and yet still needed to pay the rent and wasn't earning enough from work so he was like oh well done 
what can I do? It's weird how you find a way when you need to, isn't it? So what's happened to all that? You're still doing that? Don't know. Like, it's oh. just sort of gone away. I think, I don't know, you just find the opportunities, don't you, and stuff. Maybe the universe provides when you need, eh? Yeah, it's like the room of requirement in Harry Potter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's weird, isn't it? It is. It's, would, you ever, would you ever go back, like, back to acting? Did you do acting? Um, I never did acting. I did, like, two, I think it was a couple of years ago, I did a couple of shows. I wanted to do acting, so I wanted to join a local theatre group. Yeah. And um, my brother suggested a theatre group that he was part of. Yeah. That he did as a hobby. Um, but I thought it was going to be serious acting, which is what I wanted to do. Um, but it was uh, show tune stuff, like West Side Story. Yeah. So I was doing that, and oh my god, it's so hard <laughs> trying to dance and sing at the same time. Yeah, is nigh on impossible because yeah. I can't. I thought it'd be easy remembering the routines. Yeah, and and it isn't. No. I'm just so bad at it. I'm looking at the person <laughs> in front of me as a prompt to know what to do next. Yeah, it was embarrassing. <laughs> Who did uh, you play? Um, I did. Uh, I was playing chorus, so like bit parts in the background. Um, but we did um, Bugsy Malone. Yeah. And I played the, um, the not the boxer, the guy who teaches the boxer, the coach. Yeah. Uh, who sings So You Want to Be a Boxer. Yeah. Uh, so I did that as a solo bit, a local nice. theatre, and that was good fun. Yeah. Although my wife came along and saw it and said, uh, you look like you hated every moment of it. <laughs> I think it's because I was concentrating so hard <laughs> on being on the right place on the stage at the right time and singing the right words. Yeah. It's, I, just, I always, I'm, I'm amazed by, like, musical theatre types. They've just got, you've got to be so talented, aren't you? Well, I mean, if you've been, to, again, it's repetition, isn't it, of something? Yeah. Um, you've just got to start doing it. Yeah. Like doing comedy, doing that for the first time, and still, you know, you're shitting yourself. But yeah. uh, I nearly jacked it all in last year. Really? I thought, ah, oh, this isn't going well, and all I keep doing is singing about knobs and and <laughs> and scatological <laughs> stuff. And I thought, song. I really got, <laughs> I really got to move away from just singing about cocks and uh, and poo. So I decided to um, change my set entirely and do something clean and bizarre and more surreal. Yeah. And I thought, right, if this doesn't go down, well, then I'm jacking it all in. But it went down a treat. Yeah. Um, and then that just gave me the confidence to carry on. Yeah. That's good. I think, yeah, it would be um, a crime if you gave up. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. No, I, just, I, I like your stuff. Oh, thank you. I, I have... Uh, still too hot a track that you've written on my iPod <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's good yeah and the videos you do are good as well they're on um, YouTube right yeah I am on YouTube I've got like um, there was a guy who did the animation for one of my uh, still too hot yeah that yeah. was great animation uh, He's we bumped into each other doing a doing a gig that Ian Lee was doing actually yeah. uh, Ian Lee the Comedian and radio host. He's probably before your time. He, he, he used to be on a show um, where Ali G started off. Okay. Uh, and he used to host that show. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I saw him there, and he did the uh, he did the thing for that, and then the other guy did um, another guy shot the video for Wrong Room. Yeah. Uh, that was That's good. That's a good video. And I've got someone else to do an animation for Real Friends. Yeah. Which is not something I'll, I perform in my hour show, but I can't perform in the five or ten minutes because it don't, don't really work in that sort of short space. Yeah. But, yeah, it's great. Uh, always wanted to do songs like to to get videos for. Yeah. Um, I like... Uh, Lonely Island, Flight of the Concords, Tim yeah. Key, and they're the kind of guys that inspired me yeah. to do what I do. Yeah. Good. I, I enjoy your work. Thank you. Which is why we're doing a show together. Oh, we brilliant. Probably plug that, shouldn't we, as well? I don't know when this is going to go out, but... 
Oh yeah, we are. Uh, yeah. Hasting. <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> you organised it. Um, Margaret, isn't it? Hastings. So. Uh, Tom Fun Theatre. No, it is Margate. It is yeah. Margate. Oh, my God. It's in my diary. The address yeah. is in the uh, diary appointment, so I won't be going to the wrong place. 16th of September? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's another one in Nottingham, Nottingham yeah. Festival. Yeah, that's the 9th of November. Oh, my God, your memory's amazing. I have yeah. no idea when these things are on. But the problem is, I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't know anyone in Margate. I um, don't. No, so... Let's hope that we get a strong following. In oh, Margaret. I'm just assuming because it's a theatre <laughs> on its own and there's nothing else on on Sunday. Yeah. they'll turn up. Yeah, is I, that is that bad to think that? Probably. I don't. I just. I always assume that nobody's going to come. Well, yeah. I I I hope people come. So uh, do I. <laughs> and that's all I can do. Yeah. Um, we'll do some. Local advertising. I don't know what yeah. that will consist of. Oh, see if got a radio show or something. Oh, Not good idea. Yeah. Oh, you can, you can um, tap up all your contacts. Yeah, in Margaret. <laughs> I've never been there. So I don't know what it looks like. Or your, uh, <laughs> you must know someone that knows someone in Margaret. I don't know. I'm oh, okay. Write in <laughs> if you live in Margate or know someone who knows someone in Margate. Or just just uh, retweet uh, Catherine's tweet about it at some point when we do that. Yeah, you'll be tweeting about it as well. I will be tweeting about it as well. Dude, I think we've got someone taking our photograph. We don't even have a picture of us together. <laughs> I've, I've done a gig in Brighton Fringe uh, in front of three people, so yeah. uh, I'm used to this now. So. Yeah. If it happens, it happens. That's true. Um. <laughs> we, did, we did a gig in Brighton. Um, it was the uh, three of us, uh, me, Mike last year, me, Alison, uh, and it was in the middle of a street, and I'm I'm quite dark, and we were in the middle of the street, and our audience was a family of five. Really? <laughs> Mum, dad, and three young children. Oh, did you do the... Um... Fringe City. Fringe City, how yeah. right. So it is literally just a microphone <laughs> in the middle of a street. And I was telling these kids about the Wall Street crash. Were they laughing? <laughs> no. Oh. They were laughing at Mike and Jamie because they're just like, Silly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I... I you've, just, you've been a children's entertainer. I have, but I shouldn't Didn't, have didn't you? <laughs> I didn't even go Didn't you bring your job. skills in? I did, yeah, I went... When I, when I applied for that job, I was applying for a catering assistant, and I got interviewed for the wrong thing. All right. And How I, does that happen? Didn't you realise from the questioning? Well, no, but it was twice as many hours, and I needed the money. Oh, I see. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Uh, how was it? Oh, it was the worst thing I've ever... No, not the worst thing I've ever done, but high up there. Um, was it because it. you weren't expressive? I just, uh, like, it was a, you got given a microphone in the middle of a warehouse and you got a load of parents sat there judging you whilst you tried to entertain children <laughs> who've got, like, iPads and Xboxes. So what they, was your costume? Um, I didn't always wear a costume, but for kids' parties, I would dress up as Peppa Pig, which was actually quite fun because no one can see you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, or, and then you just bounce around. Yeah. Um, I remember a kid once uh, going, Pepper, 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 and I looked round and he just punched me somewhere <laughs> in the face. Uh, yeah, really, yeah. Because it's like a hard hat inside. Oh, right. Your head, and it had, like, come down, it was pushing my glasses off and it was in my eyes. And he just punched this hard hat into my eyes. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, little bastard. Did you kick back? Um, I might have accidentally... Or accidentally toppled over onto him. Yeah. It's a laugh. Yeah. He might have accidentally been out of my sight, uh, my line of sight, as I spun <laughs> my arm around a few times that afternoon. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I like to do a little segment about worst jobs in history. Okay. Um, I also like, and I've, I've definitely thrown this upon you now, uh, but... I like to ask um, guests to come up with a little jingle uh, for it. 
on the spot. Yeah, on the spot. Okay. So uh, Josh, he he went for sexy voice. Right. Uh, breathy. Uh, Mel, she actually managed to get away with not doing it because I forgot to ask her to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't remember what Andrew did. But, okay. Um, Sounds like no one else has done this. And you just, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what he did. Uh, the other guy just chat and Mel yeah. didn't do it. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, I mean it's up to you. If you want, yeah, yeah. If you no, let's let's, fine, but let's go. Yeah. So uh, yeah, what? I mean, what what is this? Uh, freestyle rapping, am I? <laughs> if, if you want, it's oh, just... can't freestyle rap. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Yeah, just call it worst worst jobs in history. Okay. So what? What do you want me to do? Just say it. Oh, just say the words. Well, I don't know, in whatever style you want to say, what style you... Oh, to bring it, bring this piece on. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, I thought you meant I wanted to, the whole, a whole spit about a yeah. worst job in history <laughs> and me riffing on it. Uh, uh, yeah. So, oh, no, I know, we'll just... it's, it's less scary now. Yeah, I've got a couple here. We'll talk about it. Uh, it'll be great. And then, yeah, we'll go on. Um, options nearly done. So. Are, are you going to edit this? Can we, can we do one go, split out or not? Well, I mean, I'm not very good at audacity. All right, um, then we we won't edit it. Let's right. let's keep it raw. Yeah. Um, so, uh, bringing uh, Catherine on about worst jobs in history. Worst jobs in history. Yeah, I think you're the first person who's really thrown themselves into that. Um, <laughs> that too. See, so utterly embarrassing, but yeah. you got to just face your fears, <laughs> yeah. don't you? All of those people <laughs> in this room here. <laughs> Oh, God, it's even worse when it's just one. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, the first one I've got here is uh, Resurrectionists, which sounds... That sounds fun. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't, though. It's like Burke and Hare, you know? So, like, the Victorians, um, because they're all into, like, medicine and not yeah. really knew anything, people are just going to nick bodies uh, out of graves so that they could... Uh, the scientists could have a go on them. Oh, really? Oh, okay, yeah, I read around that. Yeah. In a medical way, not, yeah, yeah. You know, the nine um, strange necrophilia <laughs> way. Yeah, although I'm sure that probably did happen at some point, but you know, that wasn't the the initial goal. Um, but yeah, because they, they used to just be able to use criminals. Yeah, it wasn't really a job, was it? It was uh, smuggling. Yeah. Bodies, because they weren't allowed to do that. Yeah, I, I think you weren't allowed to steal bodies either. No, yeah. Frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a Catholic nation that back then, yeah, so yeah. yeah they were very, very backwards. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it was because they'd, uh, they'd run out of... Uh, there weren't enough criminals getting killed, and rather than, like, the Americans, which I imagine would be to sort of, like, make a business out of it, they did it underground. Yeah. They've got, there's, uh, there's this other one they, they used to do back then, and that was photograph the dead baby with the with the parents or the mum. Yeah. Um, so they'd have to put makeup on it to make it look uh, as lifelike. Yeah. Uh, and then do a photo. Oh. I mean, that's got to be worse than resurrecting. Yeah, that's pretty grim. Although I can imagine it wouldn't be quite so physically as hard, because I, I imagine it'd be quite difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose you're not pulling them out of the coffin. It's a lot of us to move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well. Absolutely. And then once you've got down there, you've got to then fill it back in again. And I would imagine you'd have to do it fairly quickly. I don't know how you do it. If you're burying them six foot down, that's a, that's a lot of effort for yeah. a body. Depends how much they're getting paid. Uh, yeah, I'd imagine it'd be quite a lot because otherwise you would. I'm, I'm assuming that it was quite a big business. Like, yeah, and uh, I, I don't think they'd take it lightly if they would be like, "Oh, you stealing bodies." <laughs> <laughs> they'd probably, probably sentence you to death as well. Yeah, and then burying that same coffin. Yeah, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? If you're like a medical examiner. Have it be like, hang on a minute, didn't this guy used to bring me my bodies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting him up. But yeah, like Burke and Hare, uh, they were the Scottish guys. Right. It's so like in Edinburgh when you go up there, they've got like 
all of the... I think they're sort of like the Guy Fawkes of Edinburgh, where it's like, yeah, this guy was a he was a cheeky, cheeky bad guy. Oh, okay. Uh, cause I'm they, looking at you blankly because I know nothing about yeah, this. Yeah, right. There's a film with Simon Pegg and another guy in it, which isn't very good, really, but... Yeah, I've seen the trailer for it, but never yeah. bothered because it looked pants. It is a bit bad. But, I mean, look, like, I... I struggle learning about history not um, that simon Pegg's pants if he's oh, no. listening yeah. of course i love that guy yeah he's great right but it was just the film itself wasn't <laughs> great uh but yeah they they so because there weren't really enough people they weren't getting enough corpses they just started killing people um getting them drunk and then killing them and you know. did they choose them particularly for their uh, background or really nearly <laughs> I'm not sure, to be honest. I would imagine it'd probably be like... I think I have seen it. Yeah. I think I have seen it. Yeah. And that's probably where I got this information from. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. (laughs) That's how good a film it is. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on a minute. (laughs) Because I was wondering how I I became familiar with this particular resurrection thing. Yeah. So it must have been that film. Yeah. I I think that the title, Resurrectionist, is a little bit... um, Kind of, yeah, it sounds better than it, it is. Isn't it just Grave Robber? Yeah, pretty much. Because I, I was assuming they were standing around. Yeah. Trying to resurrect the yeah. dead. And I thought that's what that was. Yeah. Well, I suppose they were giving them another life. Yeah, well, it would have been more interesting if they actually brought people to life. That would uh, yeah. be a cool job. Yeah, that would be a bit like Full Metal Alchemist, is it? Full Metal Alchemist? No. Isn't that a soldier's film? No, that's the wrong one. I've I'm thinking of Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, that's the one. I don't know. Anyway, let's go on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Crossing Sweeper, which is kind of like what you did, but much, much worse. Um, so they were usually like kids. Because, you know, like in the Victorian times, yeah. the streets were just full of shit. Yeah. Because there was horses everywhere and people just threw shit into the streets. Um like, because you didn't want to get shit on your nice clothes, people would just, like, sweep the street as you got out of your carriage to get rid of all the crap out of you. In front of you while you're walking. Yeah. But they were basically, like, the people that had, um, you know, like, just cleaned your car when you're at traffic lights. Yeah, yeah. You didn't want them to. And then they're, like, banging on your window asking for money. That's essentially what they were doing. Cause but no I presume they wanted to... They didn't want them to do that. I would want, I'd pay someone to do that if I was walking around. Yeah, I totally would. But I don't think, it would be annoying if someone just did it. If you're like, you're right, mate, can you sweep this shit out of my way? I think that's fine. Yeah, but if if they just started and then asking for money afterwards. That would be a bit annoying. I had to do that, actually. Yeah, sweep shit out. In my, my... One of my Burger King jobs. Oh, God, the man, Because <laughs> it was a drive-through. Yeah. And God knows how it happened, but the uh, manager says, oh, could you just grab the bucket and shovel? Uh, sorry, the broom. Uh, go out on the driveway and just clean that mud off the, uh, the driveway? I yeah. said, yeah, sure. Went out there. Turned out to be horse shit. Oh, God. Just want to gone through on a horse. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I really have no idea how the horse shit got on the drive-through, but I think everyone would have remembered <laughs> the horse man. Oh yeah, ordering <laughs> burger and fries. Yeah. That'd be difficult to eat a, a happy meal afterwards on, on a horse. <laughs> But I didn't clean up the shit. No, no. I think I had to. I, you know, my memory's difficult here because. There was a, a lot of me that was wanting to refuse to do the order. <laughs> um, but I think I might have done it. Yeah. Because I was young and stupid and not very assertive. Was it I should lot? have just said, fuck off. Sorry, yeah. can I say that on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have just said that. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not sure I did. In my mind, there's a part of me that thinks the story went, fuck off. Yeah. But I'm sure I didn't. And I did, <laughs> I did actually clean it up. <laughs> Yeah. It's one of those memories that are mixed. Yeah, between what you hoped happened. That happened, exactly. <laughs> what actually happened. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Well, that, that's... So uh, at least I can relate. Yeah. I remember, I don't know, I, I had to clean shit once in a job, 
Uh, a horse? N- well, no. It'd be fucking weird if it was. Uh, it was off a slide. <laughs> this the- horse is getting everywhere. <laughs> it just wants to live like the humans do. Yeah. No one noticed the horse. <laughs> I've come into the children's place, I know. I'm really paranoid about telling the same stories again and again on this podcast, but I don't I don't think I told it. So it was, um, yeah, some kid was being potty trained and it had had an accident and then gone down well, the slide. So it was all spread. Yeah. Like Nutella. Would you have gone up or down that slide to clean it up? Up or down? Yeah. I just want to know if I made the right decision. Up. Yeah, yeah, because there's a risk that if you start at the top and then you <laughs> lose your footing, ah, <laughs> oh, then you're fucked. Yeah, well, that was my reasoning. Yeah, but there is something exquisitely humiliating about keep falling <laughs> down the slide. <laughs> trying to whilst you're cleaning somebody else's shit off it. It's like a never-ending thing. Yeah, it's horrible. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> oh, that was an awful. But job. we both can relate and. Uh, yeah. On the uh, old cleaning shit up stories. Yeah. I remember about three years ago, uh, it was um, the village that I come from got flooded quite badly. Uh, and the place that I used to work was on that street that got flooded. So there's like pictures of like firemen uh, pulling elderly people in a dinghy down the street. Yeah. And old folks on there. Uh, and I woke up, it was Christmas. And I woke up and I heard this, and the first thing that I did was I pulled my wellies on and I just ran down to the street because I was like, I need to know, please let that business have been flooded. <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, and they didn't. It, it oh. was absolutely fine, untouched. Uh, there is no God. You couldn't have thrown buckets of water through and uh, say, oh, you know, it was the flood, not me. Yeah. She <laughs> caught me on CCTV. <laughs> Catherine, you've not worked here in two years. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, those old people, they lost their homes. But Yeah, that is a good point, though. Do you uh, actually see uh, poo floating around as a consequence of the flood? Does uh, all mean, the sewage come up? You'd think so, wouldn't you? That's disgusting. I, I didn't wade through it. Yeah. Although I do remember a little girl walking along because she was on the pavement and she was dicking about like, hey, look, it's only <laughs> up to my ankles. Uh, and then she fell off the pavement and into the street. It was quite a big dip and yeah. ended up like <laughs> nearly drowning. It was, it was really, well, she didn't nearly drown. Did she stop having fun at that point? She did, yeah. She got, uh, she got out of the filthy, filthy <laughs> floodwaters. <laughs> oh, God, that's got to be ranked. Yeah, it's just put a whole different theme on the floodwaters. You just think it's from the river. Yeah, it's not. I mean, even the river stuff's pretty filthy, isn't it? Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it's because um, yeah, they didn't realise why uh, putting down a load of concrete and uncovering a river. Um, they do that all over the shop. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, they're building a load of houses on the floodplains. Are they? What? How on, could on that stilts, possibly? Though, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. How could that possibly go wrong, Hassan? <laughs> Who's buying them? Do you know people who don't live there? <laughs> oh, that's a lovely house. It's very cheap. Yeah, it's come up though on the searches. Is this on a floodplain? Yeah, it definitely is. Smack yeah. bang in the middle of a river. Yeah, I have seen that field flood uh, so many times. Anyway, but that's not what this podcast no. is about. <laughs> uh, I think we've been talking for an hour. Yes, 58 well, minutes, four seconds. Yeah, oh, why does it say that? Up the top there. Oh, yeah, would you look at that? I, did, I hadn't noticed that. So we've got two minutes to fill. Um, yeah. Do you want to plug anything? Uh, no. Uh, I've, I don't know what my <laughs> diary's like. I keep forgetting. No. Without without me looking at my iPhone, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, you're welcome to. We've got... I've got, I've got no shows now. coming up apart from what you and I are doing together yeah. uh, in the future. Yeah, it should be fun. September and November, I think it was. Yeah. So, again, oh, yeah, oh, another thing that I've been trying to do uh, every week is, have you ever been to Spicy Basil? Curry House. Uh, no, it's Thai food. Okay. Uh, it's on Kilburn High Road. Yeah. Basically, I'm trying to get them to sponsor me. <laughs> I was uh, going to say, that sounds like, okay, yeah. Because they're very good. All right. Uh, they're sort of between Kilburn and Kilburn Park. Uh, you can get there on the 98 bus. <laughs> okay, I think I've been. Mmm, delicious. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. 
Uh, I I like the vegetable tofu um, option. Great. Uh, you can get that with rice or noodles. Uh, Sounds perfect for me. Yeah. Uh, and you it, don't go for the meat? No. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to eat less meat. But they do also serve halal. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's great. Spicy basil. Spicy. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> tasty. Yeah. So, well, thanks for, for coming all this way on a Sunday morning. Pleasure. It's lovely in Wilsdon. Yeah. Sun's out. Yeah, guns out. Guns, well, sort of. Trampolines are out in my neighbour's garden. Yeah, it's an interesting fire escape. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's an awful lot of the trampolines. Trying to escape and come straight back in. Yeah, oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Into the burning fire. <laughs> Uh, thankfully, the pigeon that was trying to get into my bedroom, which is not where we record this, we record it in a professional studio. Um, but there was a pigeon trying to get in here earlier. <laughs> into the studio. Yeah. <laughs> which, again, is not my bedroom. One minute sixteen. Yeah. Well, one hour. Oh, one hour. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank- thanks for coming, Hassan. Pleasure. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me.